you're that so you drink anyone maybe if you show a little bit of cleavage you maybe you're acting too smart you're a boss i just don't understand why you don't have no money i would marry you you're a tequila you're lover you're not you're a party you you're, you're the chargers number one fan of Welcome back to You're Such a Catch. I'm Erin, and today I want to dive into a topic that has been driving me bonkers lately. <laughs> Literally, batshit crazy. Okay, maybe it's too soon for a bat reference. <laughs> but I'm wondering if this has been getting to you as well. Or maybe you've dealt with it in the past, or perhaps you've never dealt with it, but all of a sudden it's a thing. What is it that's driving me crazy? Overthinking. Now I could attribute this to having more time to think or maybe more time to ponder things than normal. You know, life has slowed down a bit for me, it's slowed down a lot for others. Some of us got furloughed, you know, where their lives have come to a screeching halt. But regardless, we're more present with our thoughts. But I think we all know this is something we need to get a grip on before we let it run us off course. So are you the kind of person who tends to overthink? Here are some signs that you're an overthinker. You have trouble sleeping because it feels like your brain won't shut off. You ask yourself a lot of what if questions. You try to find hidden meaning in things people say or events that happen. You rehash conversations you've had thinking about all the things you wish you would have said or done. When someone says or acts in a way you don't like, you replay it in your mind. You may not be present in the moment because you're dwelling on things that happened in the past or worrying about the future. If this sounds like you, I'm telling you, I'm definitely guilty as of late. We need to nip this in the bud. The truth is that overthinking does more harm than good. Overthinking won't solve our problems, nor will it prevent bad things from happening. So why are we doing it? I'm going to take this one step further. Overthinking and dating are not a good mix. And dissecting every little thing about a relationship or a potential relationship can really do some damage to your chances of being with someone amazing. And here's where it really hits home for me, and you all know I'm an open book over here. If you've been following my journey to find love, you know I believe in manifestation, the secret, or whatever you want to call it. Essentially, I put an intention out into the universe, I visualize it, I imagine what it'd feel like to be in that moment or attain whatever it is, then I believe the universe will deliver. It always delivers. Now, this is where, you know, it can get almost humorous and you really have to be careful with what you're thinking and what your intentions are because something is coming back to you, something that reflects your thoughts, maybe your subconscious thoughts. <laughs> but if you're in tune, you can connect the dots. So I'm going to take us on a tangent here for a minute. Forgive me, squirrel, but I will bring it back, I promise. On August 9th, 2015, yes, August 9th, 2015, I made a list of what I wanted in a dream man. And this is what the list entailed. 
faithful sense of humor, muscular athletic build, kind, 5 foot 11 or taller, hardworking, driven, loyal, makes me laugh, well off, successful, enjoys football, thoughtful, does the little things like holds my hand, affectionate, wants to get married, wants to start a family, Caucasian, and has the California boy look. Are you laughing? I'm laughing. First off, what is the California boy look? Second off, if you know me, and apparently I don't even know myself, but Caucasian, oh boy. Let this be a lesson. I'm sending mixed messages to the universe. I mean, in reality, I could care less. Hell, he could be purple. But I'm trying to make a point here. We need to help the universe out. So on December 29th, 2018, so three years later, I added all of this or better to the bottom of my list. Now I revisited this list again at the beginning of this year, so 2020, simplifying it, removing physical attributes, which I really didn't even recognize until I'm sharing this with you right now. And here's the revised list. Good heart, funny, loyal, giving, sense of humor, caring, honest, intelligent, hard worker, family-oriented, once kids, once marriage, established, successful, well-off, charismatic, and a conversationalist. All of this or better. The universe has been delivering some real prospects. Or maybe all of a sudden, I'm just recognizing them. Perhaps, though, it's sending me more than I can handle at one time. Like Drake said, it went 0 to 100 real quick. But I'm going to hone in on one prospect in particular, one who's still in the picture and one who seems to fit a lot, if not all of these characteristics mentioned above. The 2020 list, not the 2015 list. (laughs) So what's the problem, Erin? Why am I not over the moon excited and just allowing things to play out how they're supposed to be? Why? Because I'm overthinking everything. (laughs) Oh, man. Yes, I'm guilty of worrying too much. What if he says he's open to having a family, but then he decides a year from now he's not? I don't have another year to waste. I'm 38. Am I missing out on the get to know you stage in the butterflies because I'm worried about what may or may not happen in the future? Overthinking can consume your thought process and prevent you from finding joy in the present moment. Not being able to find joy in the current state of your relationship can have a negative impact on your partner too. You've got to be able to enjoy that moment you're in and trust that the rest will come later. Overthinking can also make you feel awkward or embarrassed. Because I'm overanalyzing things I've said, my behavior or actions, I might not be showcasing the real me. The most important thing to do here is to be confident in who you are and realize that anyone who you'd want to date or be with will accept you for who you are. And if they don't, then they're not the one. When you have a tendency to overthink, if your partner does something even slightly outside of your personal expectation, a problem is created. That shouldn't have been a problem in the first place. This is a tough one for me to swallow because I've spent so much time working on not having expectations of others. Someone's behavior is outside of my control. And we already know that we can't change someone. In fact, why would we even want to? Bringing this into a relationship is tough as your partner is never going to know whether something he or she says or does will end up causing an argument. 
and you may find yourself looking for your partner to mess up or fall short of your expectations instead of just enjoying your time together. Not only can overthinking cause false problems, but it can also result in false conclusions. If you're doing all of the worrying and arguing in your own head, then you're more likely to come to a conclusion that has very little to do with what's really going on with your partner. Jumping to conclusions is a classic consequence of overthinking. This can be a fatal flaw in a relationship where your partner becomes sick and tired of being misunderstood or ignored altogether in favor of your own thoughts. So let's do a quick recap here before we figure out how to correct this behavior. Overthinking can cause you to worry too much. It can prevent you from enjoying the dating experience. It can make everything harder. It can cause you to doubt yourself. It can create problems that don't even exist. And overthinking can lead to false conclusions. So what steps can I take to reclaim my time, my energy, and my brain power? We've all heard this one before. Replace a negative thought with a positive thought. This actually rings true with manifestation as well. The average person has about 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. You guys, that's crazy. Some of them are negative, obviously, <laughs> but most of them are repetitive thoughts. So you have to change the narrative that's playing in your head. And since we're all accustomed to dating apps now, let's think of these thoughts as if we were on Tinder or Bumble. If it's a positive thought that emerges, we mentally swipe right, allowing the thought. If it's a negative thought that pops into our head, we need to swipe left and get rid of it. And if we're able to do this immediately, it will prevent us from going down an unnecessary rabbit hole, overthinking. We can also try Shiraguru's method to get unstuck. The S, stop, take a pause, redirect your mind to your breath. The T, tell, tell yourself what emotion you're stuck on. Is it anxiety? Allow yourself to actually feel that emotion. The U, uncover. Make a list of thoughts on your mind, then investigate the validity of them one by one. Ask yourself, is this thought 100% true? The C, consider. Recognize what other viewpoints you can consider. This is where you actually get unstuck from overthinking. The K, okay. Hold yourself in self-compassion for having gotten stuck on overthinking in the first place. Or maybe we recite our ABCs. No, I'm not talking about the alphabet. I'm talking about the ABCD process by the wellness consultant, Lydia De Francesco. I've added my own liberties to it <laughs> to make it relative to dating. The A, ask, what's the worst that can happen? When you answer this, you realize that the worst thing isn't really that bad. The B, make a plan B. After you've determined the worst thing, you can counter it by coming up with a plan B or even a plan C if that makes you feel more at ease. The C, create. Create a list. Write out all the things that are holding you back, that are making you lead with fear. Prioritize your list. And D, do it. Go through that list. Focus on addressing each one of those fears, each one of those things that's holding you back, one at a time, no multitasking. Do you think one of these methods will work for you? 
I think they all have merit and deserve a spot in my tool belt for when my thoughts start to kick into overdrive and I find them spiraling out of control. My commitment though to myself this week and moving forward is when I recognize my mind getting a bit ahead of myself to pause and to put one of these methods into action. Can you make that commitment too? Let's also take inventory of how our awareness impacts our relationship. Whether your relationship is just starting out and in its infancy stage like mine, or maybe it's blossoming, or maybe it has strong roots and healthy branches. Choosing to tackle something like overthinking is bound to yield positive results. I'd love to hear how you utilize these techniques to evoke change. Feel free to email me at erin at yoursuchacatch.com. For more information about overthinking and resources to help you manage your thoughts, visit my website, yoursuchacatch.com and the blog section. Have a wonderful week, fam. Don't do anything I wouldn't do, which pretty much means it's all fair game. Just make sure you stay at home. (laughs) Bye.